This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Clearly the Dallas Cowboys right now, and if you care about betting odds, they still sit as an underdog. It feels like, you know, the old books are begging you to take the Dallas Cowboys, which usually fits well for a team like the Giants in this spot. Uh, I will say this. No Dak Prescott still. No Tyron Smith still. Probably no Dalton Schultz either, which is a big deal because the Giants never covered Dallas Cowboys tight ends. Right. Uh, there are going to be obviously plenty of opportunities here for the Giants to make plays, even offensively. I know Micah Parsons is great, and that's the story. But the Cowboys are not the 85 Bears of the 2000 Ravens either. There are ways to scheme around this. What, you know, maybe you get Saquon going in the screen game against there. Uh, offensively, we've seen so many struggles for two weeks, and we know how good the Cowboy defense is, only two touchdowns allowed. What is it a reasonable expectation about a change in approach that this offense, the Giants, can have? Is it simply, hey, it's Saquon time again. He didn't get his in the first half last week. He's going to take off. Or is this a game where we start spreading it around to all these receivers and we start to see Daniel Jones come alive a little bit through the air? Well, Sean, I'm going to I'm going to kind of make this really, 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 really simple. There is one huge factor, one huge matchup in this game against the Cowboys on Monday night that overrides every other matchup that you could possibly introduce during this conversation. And it has to do with what the Dallas defense does against the interior of the Giants offensive line. For sure. That particular part of the Giants team this past weekend against Carolina uh, did not perform nearly as well as they needed to. It was a soft spot on this team. And it happens to be the strength of the Dallas team. People talk about Parsons from the outside. I understand that. They talk about Demarcus Lawrence. I understand that. But it is Dan Quinn's defensive philosophy to pressure offenses from between the tackles. He wants to come at you from the interior of his defense to attack the interior of your offensive line. That's what he wants to do. And that right now is apparently, based off of last Sunday's game, the softest spot of the Giants' depth chart. Now, Golinski did not have as good a game as he did the first week against Tennessee. Feliciano did not have as good a game as he did against Tennessee. And I think we would both agree that the left guard, whether it's Azuto or Bredesen, did not play as well as they yeah. did against Tennessee. It's, so think it's about an unfixable it. problem right now. The left guard is an unfixable problem until Shane Lemieux comes back. All right, so here's the thing what's going to happen, Sean. Okay, you must understand the Cowboys do a ton of twists and stunts 
or games. Use whatever term you want. Different football coaches use different terms. But it's all about sending guys flipping and flopping and crossing and doing all those kinds of things in their front to make your offensive line have difficulty. Well, when you're a rebuilt offensive line like the Giants and four of your five pieces are new, communication can be a big problem early in the season. And then additionally, we saw physically some of the issues they had on the interior. I'm telling you, Sean, that's the whole key to this game. If Dallas's front seven is able to attack the interior of the Giants' offensive line effectively, this will be a Cowboys game. They will dictate, they will impose their will, and they will decide what's going to happen during the four quarters on Monday night. If the Giants can find a way to work around that and minimize that damage, they've got a chance to win. It's really that simple. Nothing else needs to be said. Uh, I don't I don't disagree. That's the whole key to the Giants scoring points. But I'm going to flip this around. Cowboys are still going to need to score points in this game as well. And by the way, that's why Daniel Jones, again, not turning a ball over is going to be so key. Don't give short fields. Don't give the Dallas defense seven points, something like that. On the flip side here, this is still Cooper Rush. This is a Cowboys offense that I know Tyler Smith's played well. But overall, that offensive line is very, very much up in the air and dicey as well. And we expect, I know Leonard Williams is going to be out, and that's a major issue. We expect the arrival of Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau, two nice chess pieces that Wink Martindale hasn't had. We expect, we would think, a Dory Jackson to follow C.D. Lamb around the field. And if Michael Gallup is able to play, who knows what he looks like coming off the injury he's had. I have a hard time, and I can't believe we're here in week three talking about this because I had low expectations for the Giant defense. I have a hard time thinking that Dallas gets north of 17 points in this game. I really have a hard time envisioning that. And I know asking a lot for Kayvon Thibodeau in his debut would be, you know, don't just expect everything. A lot of these big pass rushers take a little bit to get going. But I think that this is a situation here where Wink Martindale is going to confuse the heck out of Cooper Rush, and he has two big pass rushers to help do that. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there. First of all, I do think the arrow's pointing towards Ojolari and Thibodeau to play. That I would agree with. Uh, I'm not so sure about Leonard Williams. He has never missed a game. He wants to play. It'll be a game-time decision, in my opinion, and it'll be up to the doctors whether or not they think he can do himself some harm. I know I know. It's so quick to say he's out. Tatino, I know. I know, Paul. I'm calling you Tatino. Paul, I know. But it's still... I don't want to see Leonard Williams miss a game. It's still a sprained MCL, and I know they're all not the same. I, I would not – this. you got to think big picture here. I would not rush him back just because he's not a game. And I'm not I telling really you would. he's going to play. I'm right. simply saying I'm not going to make the assumption quite yet. Okay, and that's fair. That's fair. And I mean, he, we, heard he he was, we heard he was out for the year straight. last year. Yeah, we heard he was out for the year last year, and he finished it out when he didn't have to, for sure. He put on an elbow brace when right. nobody thought he would play, and he finished out the season. By the way, a losing season where he had nothing to gain. Right. Right. So don't right. don't be so quick to rule out uh, Leonard Williams. That would be number one. Number two, I disagree with you. I don't believe that Adore Jackson will travel with C.D. Lamb. Okay. C.D. Lamb plays uh, all of the three wide receiver positions for the Cowboys, and Adore Jackson will not travel with him in the slot. That's not going to happen. Okay. So I my worry, he- Paul. Paul, I know that, but my worry about that, and I know you don't want to play Darnay Holmes on the outside and all of that. By the way, are we? Are we? Is Aaron Robinson out? I haven't even seen anything on this. Aaron, Aaron Robinson, I would highly doubt plays. I don't okay. think he has fully recovered from the procedure for the appendix. 
Okay, so here, here, let me play Dallas offensive mind for a second. If I know that, right, and I know that Adoree doesn't really play the slot, the re, I, again, Wink Martindale could do whatever he wants here. Wouldn't you, if you were Dallas, line up CeeDee Lamb in the slot as much as humanly possible then and just keep going at Darnay Holmes? To me, that's well, a recipe to win the game. I think you you certainly mix it in there, but here's the problem. And and I, I know I know your your logic on this, but the other part to this is well, if he's in the slot, now you gotta have two guys on the boundaries. And are you really necessarily better if Lamb's in the slot? And if the guys on the boundaries you don't think can win their their routes on the boundaries? You know, you have to yeah. pay. You know, Rob from Peter to play to pay Paul. Now he's not going to beat Darnay Holmes on every single snap that he lines up opposite him in the slot. He'll win his share. There's no doubt. He will. But there's going to be times when he doesn't. And now, if he doesn't, and you don't trust your boundary guys to do what they need to do, well, then that's counterproductive. Especially if the Giants have Ojolari or Thibodeau breathing down Cooper Rush's face mask. Paul, I'll bet you a pint of alkaline water right now. CD Lamb's in the end zone. It's coming because he was in the slot against Darnay Holmes in this game. I'm telling you right now. Well, that, that, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Darnay Holmes has been up right. and down. He's been inconsistent. Yeah. That worries so, me. So he, he will see his chances in the slot. There's no question about that. But will he be in there primarily? I don't think so. Be and, and, by, and the other thing yeah. is, too, I think Wink is more likely to play straight up then I think he is to, to travel him. And he's certainly not going to travel Jackson in the slot. I don't see well, that happen. There's two follow-up notes to that. Number one, me assuming that Mike McCarthy backing Kellen Moore with anything smart is a very out-there assumption because Mike McCarthy has messed up coaching numerous times with this Cowboy team. Number two, I guess, to me, us predicting what Wink Martindale's actually going to do, knowing that he's done two completely different game plans through two weeks, is probably us just chasing our tail as well because not necessarily because I've told you for weeks what he was going to do and he did it. All right, boy. So we're learning real quick. Paul loves a good pat on the back on a game preview as we go as we look ahead. Wink, Wink and I have a lot in common. Let's put it that way. See, here's the trick, Sean. If you're the Giants' defense, you got to worry about Cowboys' run game for sure because yeah. Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott can run the ball. They still do have. A, a big offensive line, and you would want to believe that Cooper Rush is 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 has a, a one hit wonder last week, right? I know he had a game last year. I get all that, but right. you don't want to put the game in his hands. So you're going to be thinking if you're Wink, you're thinking the Cowboys are probably going to want to do more running than they yeah. are going to open it up in the passing game, which then means, right, you probably don't want to play the extra DB. And you're probably also going to want to have a lot of Jaheed Ward yeah. to try to be big and solid and strong and powerful up front to shut down the run game. Oh, I, I think you get a lot of Ward on the sa- at, on the field at the same time as Aziz and, and Thibodeau. In this okay. Game. Well, now that's, that's, now that's the tricky part. Now, how do you deploy them? Now, we have seen during the course of, of, uh, of the open practices during training camp and so forth that Wink isn't afraid to move them around. So right. you may be flopping them on end to end. You may even have Ward on the outside and Thibodeau inside. You right. might even see that. A little Justin Tuck that, havoc. Absolutely. I'm that, telling you. So, so completely it, it, Wink is going to be playing a lot of games here. And I know in, in, in where he believes there's going to be run situations, he's going to get Ward on the field a lot. Now, at the same time, 
Pollard also has really good acceleration and speed and can be used out of the backfield. So you've also got to be concerned about the fact that if you've got those linebackers on the field, now you've got fewer defensive backs. And now does Pollard try to test the Giants' backers in the passing game? So it's it, this is a real, real puzzler. Wink is going to have to, on possession by possession, and maybe even snap to snap, figure out his specific substitution patterns based on what he thinks Dallas is going to try to accomplish. This is going to be a real chess match on Monday night.